The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello everyone and welcome to the Entrepreneur Story, the new season of the Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, consultant, coach, and mostly what I do these days is supporting entrepreneurs grow their life and their businesses. I have two big passion in life, one for people and one for businesses. So seeing people and businesses grow, it is what gives me a sense of purpose. In this new season, I'll be focusing on sharing secrets to open and grow any businesses. These are the stories nobody shares, the tips, the real truths of what it means to have a business and live an entrepreneurial life. Nobody prepares us to be or become an entrepreneur. There is no specific school for it, and most of successful entrepreneurs who can share their stories are too busy to do so. So providing you have wondered, would it be good for me to have my own business? Do I really have what it takes to be successful? Or now that I started and see the struggle with it, should I keep going or stop before it's too late? Or gosh, I really work hard. I wonder why my business is not longer growing. This and so many more answers in this new season. While you may listen to this podcast while driving or doing something in parallel, I will definitely encourage you to take notes, at least for the tips and things to do, as this is the best way not only to remember, but also to implement, because the key is implementation. And as most entrepreneurs have no time, we'll keep it short, 10-15 minutes per week, so you can actually make time for you and your business. People ask me, is this the right moment to start something different, to be innovative, to implement things? Sure it is. Most of us are afraid to invest or even start working with an expert to find ways further. This podcast could be the affordable way to actually start doing and see the results before you decide to invest in working with someone. Ready? Let us start this beautiful story of entrepreneurs. Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and welcome back to Entrepreneur Story. The story each entrepreneur, or those of you who want to go into this journey, may want to know. After talking a little bit about, let's say, the main characteristics of entrepreneurs in the previous episode, today I want to focus on a much more present topic, which is the crisis and how to deal with it. Did you ever ask yourself what the world would look like if companies will go through their businesses considering every crisis and every problem actually they are facing as an opportunity? Today's sanitary crisis and economic crisis, it is impressive, not only in its globality, because there is no single country in this world which is not affected by this crisis, but mostly as this is the very first time in recent history, humanity is facing such troubled times, both from a health, but also from a business perspective. And it is 
most probably will turn to be one of the toughest crises, especially for entrepreneurs and small businesses. And the reason I'm saying that is that uh, usually we are less protected uh, than big companies. From a business perspective, but also from a personal perspective, a business owner entrepreneur has less social security, let's say, than employees when we refer especially to more developed markets. That means that entrepreneurs and, and business owners may be the first one to be touched deeply by today's crisis. Now, nonetheless, one of the characteristics of a business is that crisis happens all the time. So knowing how to deal with it is key for any business owner. You see, when you are an employee, um, you don't necessarily see all the crises of a business because you just see your own perimeter, right? No matter the roles and responsibility you may have within a corporation, you are a little bit more protected because you do have a salary um, and you also have, let's say, a responsibility that is limited to your uh, task and your job. As an entrepreneur, you are responsible not only for your entire business, but also for, let's say, your own uh, life, your own revenues that are depending on that business, which makes sense to think that we are a little bit more exposed. Now, I know this is not the easiest exercise and it makes absolute sense for people in general to get scared, worried, anxious uh, when we talk about crisis. And yet, because you are an entrepreneur and because you want to be an entrepreneur, I would like you to have a different perspective about the crisis. I mean, let's think through it. Trust me, you will see the crisis somehow different after we reduce the fear link to it. Okay, so let's start with the definition of the crisis. According to Oxford Dictionary, this is a time of intense difficulty or danger, a time when a difficult or important decision must be made. And again, this is exactly what is interesting in the crisis. And you probably hear the excitement in my voice, right? Because this is the turning point, the fact that there is no other way but to act. I mean, we cannot longer be um, comfortable in whatever situation. This is not longer a time of, okay, let me sing, let me reflect, maybe one day I'll try this, I'll do that. No, this is a time for action. Because this time, you know, during the crisis, the danger, whatever we consider the danger to be, it's actually here. It is visible. So something has to change. So maybe let's have a look of what happened, uh, let's say, in the latest crisis that we faced, the economic crisis that started in 2008. And it did took a while, right? What is the change that this crisis, the 2008, has produced, at least in the Western world? Well, at the surface, it looks like at least most of the companies, big ones, yeah, the most important one, had reconsidered the way of spending money. And I'm not saying all that is good. I'm just arguing that there is a change and it is a different way of doing things than before. Um, for myself, you probably know I, I do work with big corporations as a consultant and I have seen most of the companies around the world, even the smallest one, going through co-saving programs. Actually, I had much more work to do at that time, especially um, working with my previous company because we had to launch cost-cutting programs. So they had to because they, they could not longer in that crisis spend in the same way uh, like before. 
Now, this happened not only for companies, but people as well. I remember that a lot of people had to reconsider a little bit um, how they invest in the, let's say, in the stock market or how do they buy houses if they buy houses or if they start renting it. And maybe some of you do remember that at that time, especially in the United States, a lot of people have lost actually their homes and and that changed a lot of things in in how people are actually buying their own house you see all that is just to give a little bit of example of not only what the impact the crisis may have but also what are the changes that the crisis is producing and it is also as us as a business owner what is the value added of what we offer so i find it quite interesting that in most cases um, you know, the first things company were cutting was consulting fees or, uh, let's say, marketing, publicity, uh, even training, you know. And that says a lot about how companies really um, valued those services before the crisis. And I will not argue about how relevant those are because they are. But it's just to say they could not longer do the same, right? So... The, the, the way that, you know, 10 years later or 15 years later, we do, uh, let's say, marketing, um, social media, the way um, our own um, cost structure have changed, uh, the way consultancy is working right now, it is because of that crisis. It did start a new value chain. Um, other effect of the crisis, of that crisis as well, was the kind of creativity that we all found into the more developing economies. I don't know if you notice how many innovative solutions are coming out from places like India or like Sub-Saharan Africa or um, China, different parts of China. You see, like in India, uh, even in 2008, 2009, most of them, they were using their phones for paying bills. They were paying, you know, today people are using it all over the world. But at that time, Indians, they were actually the first one to pay any kind of bills through uh, phones, you know, through SMSs. They, they definitely find more cheapest transportation solution, you know, like a shared transportation and things like that. They, they look for cheap uh, forms of energy. Um, I remember this, these people in Kenya trying to um, develop their own, you know, solar farm and things like that. And so much more. Obviously, you can link, um, let me think about it, what you can read to find uh, more about it. Oh, there is, uh, within the Fast Company, you'll have um one article which is called most innovative companies in 2015 actually uh, the world's top 10 most innovative companies of 2015 in india so you will understand a little bit what's happening in that place of the world or on cnbcafrica.com you can go into why africa is innovating more than you think and again it's just for you to have a little bit of a different perspective and see that you know, especially in time of crisis, people are developing their creativity and they are becoming more and more innovative. Now, saying all that, what about you? How is this crisis affecting you as a person and your business? And how ready are you to make this a real business opportunity? Now, obviously, some of you may ask me, how do we do that? And I think I would like to share with you three tips to make sure that you 
see crisis as an opportunity and you get this kind of excitement that I have about it. So the tips number one is that we need to change our perspective. Um, most of the time in crisis, people just focus on themselves. Again, this is linked to a fear factor, which makes sense. But when we are focusing on our own, um, just looking at ourselves, not only we get a little bit more depressed, but we don't see what's happening. You see, as a business owner, we cannot afford that. This is the time, more than ever, to really look outside to our clients, uh, to markets in general, to what governments are doing, to understand what are the needs, to understand how can we capture the attention of our market, of our clients. So you see, changing the focus from yourself, from your own fear, from, okay, how I will survive that, to outside, because yourself, you will be more open-minded if you look outside, you will change the focus, so you will not necessarily go into depression, you will go into, you know, finding ideas, finding creativity, but also for your clients, these are those who are paying you, your clients. So understanding what's happening with them, it's a matter of perspective. So tip number one, entrepreneurs, they look outside, they change perspective during a time of crisis, they don't focus on themselves, they try to understand what's happening outside. And that change of perspective is changing not only, uh, did I say, their creativity, but also their tonus, their, their, their mindset overall. The team number two is like, as a business owner, we act. I mean, when we see the opportunity, as in the point number one, right, in tips number one, we don't only have an idea and, and you know, we'll think about it, maybe tomorrow or the day after that, one day I'll do something about it. No, no, no we start doing something about that idea right away. So let me take um, maybe a more practical example. I do have a dear friend of mine who is an entrepreneur for, I don't know, 30 years now, and, and he's in the industry business. And nonetheless, during to the crisis that we are facing right now in the last six months, he realized that you know, he, there is a value of being closer to the land, to have more access to basic resources, including food or, or, or type of foods that are more relevant uh, if, let's say, a, a more difficult crisis is facing. So he realized that during the crisis, most people will queue for ages at supermarkets, and even if they go inside, they will not necessarily have the kind of choice of organic or healthy products they were looking for. Because in crisis, you just, you know, buy whatever, eat whatever. It's not necessary, especially in the cities, you just take whatever is available, isn't it? And he decided to uh, found uh, a different food chain, as well as producing some of the products that are essential and help in time of crisis, which is a little bit different than toilet paper, if you see what I mean. So he was looking more into honey or spirulina or goat milk products, you see? So in the last few months, I mean, it's a matter of months, he already started his farm, he got goat, uh, goat farms, he started the basis of his association with other producers like the honey producer and the spirulina producers, and he did the proof of concept. So you see, it's not about, okay, this is a good idea or a bad idea, or, you know, he will be successful or profitable in this new business. This is not at all about it. It's just as an entrepreneur, he's seeing something, he believes in something, and it's not just an idea. He is acting on it right away, right away. In a matter of months, the, the farm is there. So you see, this is seeing the reality different 
and the problems that we are facing again as an opportunity. Now, tip number three, probably um, some of you may be a little bit uh, surprised about it, but it's actually very, very difficult to survive a crisis alone. So that means that as a business owner, we tend to be very much lonely, but the key in here is to find the kind of right partnership, the kind of right association for you to actually survive and thrive. So when we do hear people saying, okay, um, it's better to isolate yourself, you know, there are so many negative people here and so on and so on, so and I'm better served by myself. Well, it is true, of course, there are those kind of people, but nonetheless, there is a little bit um, a limit of what a person can do by themselves, isn't it? And it's the same in business. The point is that together we are stronger, we grow further, uh, which means that you may need to be looking for the right partners, for those who complete your business. Not only your business, you know, um, let me go back to the example before, right? So you may uh, want to associate with, I don't know, a milk producer or a honey producer or whatsoever, right? Because you will not produce all of that. Or even with a transportation company because you want to deliver your food, isn't it? So all that means that you, you look for those who complete your business but also you look for partners who complete your own skills. You see, like, for example, some of you may be much more into production, so you know how to do the operation and focus on that, and you'll not be so good on other parts of, like, um, maybe the marketing part or maybe the transportation part, isn't it? So associating with those people who have complementary, uh, complementary skills, that could be also a very good point. So you see, these three tips in general will um, help you move forward in time of crisis. Now, if you want to go a little bit more down in this topic, you, you want to understand that in this unprecedented crisis, there are a few things that you want to check for your own business uh, in order to get more insights and also to see what your impact is. Okay, so I'll give you a few questions that you can write down, of course, and understand what it is for your own business, right? I will definitely start by checking out with my last client that I lost. What is he or she telling me about my offer, about my value, about my price? Why did I lose that client? And this is again, uh, some, sometimes we are a little bit afraid to go and ask, but basically this is a um, tremendous source of information. I'm not saying he's right, and maybe it's good for us that we lose that client, but that perspective will help us to be prepared even more in time of crisis. Now, the, the next point I will definitely check is how our market, my market, and let's say, um, what is new on our market? What is, what is something like a new partner um, it's, it's, it's offering. If my client have left me, he was going to somebody else. Make sense? Or he completely disappeared. But most of the time he will just change supplier. Who is this new supplier? What is he bringing to the market? Why is he more attractive to my client? I will definitely check that point on my market. Now, um, the third point is linked to the third tip that I was mentioning before. It's, what is the kind of partnership that I may look up for and, and start to be a little bit more strategic? Where can I find those people that I can trust, that can complete my business or that can complete some of my skills I have? I will not wait for that 
point. I will definitely start checking it right away. Now, uh, the fifth one may be um, to check what is the place of innovation in my business. Am I doing something that it's, it's always the same or am I really fast in innovating uh, projects? Those that can lead um, to some results in less than a year, you know, from idea to implementation. I always say that an idea doesn't worth much without implementation. But when an implementation may take five years, it's, it's not longer an idea. You, you need those, especially as entrepreneurs, you need those ideas that are moving fast into the market and they are implementing, uh, implemented fast. So I will definitely check and try to make a list of, you know, what kind of innovation I can bring into my business. And, and the, the final point that I would like you all to check and, and take a step back and, and don't be surprised about it, but check how proud, how proud are you of what you are doing? And, and giving a chance, what would you do differently? You see, all businesses have a choice, uh, looking to make a difference in a sustainable way or only for extra profit in a survival way. The crisis is happening right now. So whatever choices are you making right now, it will define not only the survival, but also the sustainability, how long your business will be. Uh, profitable in the future. So the real question for you is what are the choices that you're making right now and what kind of opportunities are you seeing right now? And don't worry, people still have needs, people still have desire, no matter how deep the crisis is, no matter how deep this global crisis is, you still have people with needs, with desire, who still need you and, and I don't know if they need what you are doing today, the kind of products and services you are doing today, and maybe slightly different, or something new that you will be start doing. You see, there is a value of seeing opportunities everywhere. So hope this helps and you do have now a different view on, on, on crisis and maybe the examples give you some, some new ideas. And why not? Let me know. Let me know what you are doing. Let me know how you deal with the crisis. Let me do, know about the new opportunities that you just found in the last few months. And I'm looking forward to next week to go deeper in the entrepreneur story. Till then, enjoy. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.